So I thought I'd do an impromptu kind of Pisces season uh, podcast episode. Um, You know, not only is it Pisces season right now, but we're also um, entering the time of Ostara and the start of spring. Um, And we are finishing winter and we are now moving into the springtime which is something to very much look forward to. Um, I myself am so excited for this period because it is such a time of focus um, and such a time of um, just, you know, sowing those seeds and making those plants happen Um, and just really, really digging deep into what we want our year to be. and I'm so excited for that because I love these periods like Pisces season going into Aries season is kind of where I kind of flourish the most. Um, I'm a Pisces sun, Aries dominant. So I've got an Aries stellium, which means that, you know, I, I get on very well with Aries energy. So that kind of Piscean Aries kind of combination to me is just great. <laughs> um, it really ignites me and it really just makes me feel all kinds of good um so you know I'm super pumped for what that's gonna kind of bring um but also you know that's the future and it's time to focus on the present so currently it's a Pisces sun Taurus moon um which leaves us with a very nice kind of combination of you know lots of romance lots of beauty you know venus is present and venus and neptune kind of coexist quite well together um so it's very dreamy very romantic very sort of uh fantasy i think um yeah and it's it's just lovely um it's a really nice energy and you know and there's there's so much um opportunity around at the moment you know we have finished winter yule is done in bulk is done you know ostara is fertility it's uh such a blessing you know for that it really really just wants us to flourish and grow you know as you know you you look around and you see all of the blossoms starting to appear on the trees and the daffodils are coming into bloom and it's just it's just wonderful you know, I'm really, really just pleased to go outside <laughs> and sort of have a look around because I do have my issues with the dark half of the year. Um, you know, I think I think aesthetically um, we kind of romanticise it and we we really look at the dark half of the year and we really just sort of go oh, you know, it's a time for hot chocolate and scarves and woolly jumpers and playing in the snow and Christmas and, you know, and we we really sort of have, um, you know, Halloween and Samhain and, you know, we, we really see it as this very dark, mystical time, which don't get me wrong, it is, and it is a very cosy time. But often I think, you know, the, the dark half of the year comes around and we forget uh, just how devastating and hard it can be um you know it's whilst you've got the cozy jumper aesthetic and you know your your cup of hot chocolate and you know it's snowing outside and whilst that's great people find winter hard winter is a hard time of year it's very cold money isn't there 
it's a very kind of dark, depressing time. And seasonal affection, uh, seasonal um, affection disorder, I think, SAD, it really, really plays on people. And it really, really, um, you know, uh, really, really does affect people. And this year, like last year, I really noticed that, just how much it affected me um, and my motivational levels. And I've never really had that before until this year. So last year even. So it's it's been quite a hard one um but i am grateful for spring's presence because i can kind of feel the the depression leaving and being like okay yeah that that winter taught me a lot um i do this thing every year where i sort of hermit myself kind of subconsciously um and I do that every winter and I don't want to do that this year because I feel like the more you isolate yourself during the winter period, the harder it's going to be. You know, Yule really comes around and really asks us to connect to a family and friends. Um, and I feel like if you ignore that message that Yule is bringing you, um, that the seasons are bringing you, then you're going to find it difficult because it wants you to connect in that dark half. It wants you to connect to people when it's cold and when it's miserable and you know, when it's just all kinds of uh, lonely. So we, we really need to make sure that, you know, when winter comes around, we're connecting and we're... Like, don't get me wrong, a bit of hermit is fine. Um, a bit of self-isolation, a bit of self-preservation, whatever it is, you know, it's very much needed. But something I've learned is that it's it's okay to be be a hermit but also reach out to people and connect, you know, you, you, you need that, um, and that's just the basics of any kind of, you know, self-love and self-care, is take the time out when you need it, but, you know, keep your relationships going, um, you know, and Ostara is great for reminding us of that, and I think Pisces season is great for reminding us that, cool, it's okay to like reach out and connect to your friends and your family and, you know, everyone's starting to feel this emotional shift and, you know, um, so we've got that to look forward to and we, we don't have long until the spring equinox so we just need to keep fighting on, recognise the lessons that are being given to us right now and really use that to really move ahead in in, in our year and in our future. Um you know, don't get me wrong though, you know, I say this, but this time is also hard for people as well, uh, Pisces season is very confusing, uh, very dreamlike, um, and Neptune wants to avoid reality, Neptune doesn't want to face up to what's actually going on, um, and it wants to, you know, just completely ignore it, um, and we need to remember that, again, whilst a little bit of escapism is fine, we can't ignore our problems altogether and we do need to work on them and we do need to face them. Um, so, you know, if you're feeling confused at the moment, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling emotional and you've got no idea where those emotions are coming from, just remember it's just this time of year. It's just what's happening at the moment. Just accept it, allow it, and then try and dig deep to find out where it is and where it's coming from. Because as soon as you do, I guarantee you're going to be feeling a lot kind of just, you know, you'll be able to navigate the confusion a bit more. Um, you know, to give an example, when you're in a dream, um, 
you kind of accept everything how it is. You know, when you're in a dreamlike state, the most odd and bizarre things can occur, but you can just accept them for what they are. Like I've I found anywhere in my dreams, I've never had a dream where within the dream I've gone, wow, that was bizarre or wow, that was fucking strange. Like I've always just taken it as face value and kind of gone with it. Um, maybe that's what we need to do a little bit with Pisces season is just kind of go, okay, this is a dream. All right, cool. Um, okay. Like things seem bizarre right now. Okay, cool. We're just going to go with the flow. Um, and then when we wake up, we can piece together what happened and dig deep into our subconscious. So maybe that's a good metaphor and it's some good advice on how we're supposed to handle this time of the year. Um, you know, the, the fish just swims. The fish doesn't question why it swims. It just swims. You know, it's just like, okay, I live in water. You know, this is my reality. I live in a, in a space that's just so like different in terms of physics, in terms of everything else to the, you know, the land above me. Okay. I'm just going to navigate this. I'm just going to swim. Like, you know, and <laughs> it's a weird way to describe it, but I think we need to take on board that kind of accepting the bizarre at face value um, at the moment and, you know, just accept it, but also realise it's coming from a place and, you know, you can work that out as you go, but don't worry yourself too much about it. Um, you know, and I think a good kind of guide to handling uh, the dreamlike state that we're all in um, is to just go with it and to just accept it. And, you know, Neptune is so dreamy and so fantastical. You know, we need to engage in the fantasy, you know, read fantasy books and watch your favourite fantasy film or your favourite sort of romantic film and you know, really take your time to explore your imagination and dive deep into into your 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 imagination. You know, as children, it's so active and so present. And I remember being a child and thinking, holy shit, I hope this never goes. I hope this, this imagination that I have um, never leaves me. And it did. And I think it happens to all of us, really. Um, you know, it, it does get crushed, it does um, get weighed down because we have other priorities. We need to focus on our education or on our work or on our families or whatever it is, we put things above our time to sit and imagine and create. Um, and this time of year, we need to really, really get back into creation like really do artsy things because yeah you're not gonna you know maybe people won't even see your art or read your art or whatever it is but you know it's more of a cognitive process of just getting it out there like you know say if you are not particularly you know artsy as a person you know nobody's going to see the picture that you draw or the poem that you wrote but it does something cognitively to your head of like, okay, I can express myself creatively. And that's a very good outlet for emotion. So whether or not you want to share your art doesn't really matter. It's just about kind of forming those cognitive, um, like creation abilities in our head, which will help us with the, with the year to come. Um, 
you know, what a star is being like, okay, what seeds do you want to plant? Come on, let's, let's do this. What do you, what do you want to give to, to the universe right now? What do you want? Essentially is what it's asking you every time the, the, the wheel changes. We enter over a period of, okay, so what seeds do you want to sow? Um, and like, you know, you've got to create those seeds. That's got to come from somewhere. So even if you don't know what you want right away, maybe spend some time writing or painting or engaging in the fantasy just to kind of work out what it is that you want to do for the rest of the year. Um, because it's so important just to have that, just to have that kind of our own sort of creation because you know I hate to use the cliche phrase we live in a society um but we do live in a society where you know you you are often somebody's employee or you're not you know in your work environment you're you're not the kind of master over your work um and we need to have that kind of privately if we don't have it publicly if that makes sense so you know you may go to work and be someone's employee and have to answer to somebody every day but you can go home and you can create something that is entirely your own and that you are in control of um and that just kind of again just sets up those cognitive processes of okay yeah now is the time to create my life um again I think we move through life without actually remembering we control it because um, I think as humans we're so ready to blame the outside right we're so ready to go oh well this happened because of this you see all the time of astrology like don't get me wrong um I'm a, I'm a believer in astrology I follow it I'm a, I'm a student um not very I'm not a very good astrologer don't get me wrong but I still study it I'm more of a tarot practitioner but astrology is still a love for me um what you know mercury retrograde comes along or a certain transit happens or a certain season comes along and everyone's like oh fucking it's just mercury retrograde fucking me up or oh my god it's just fucking so and so um so and so planet you know coming in transiting and don't get me wrong that energy is there doing that to you I'm not denying that but like you know you can still wake up early in order to avoid the buses if you think they're going to be laid delayed or mercury retrograde like you can still um accept that divine intervention is very much a part of your life but also realize you can master it you can control it you can um, have a relationship with it so it doesn't fuck you up um, because yeah it's just taking about you know taking some personal responsibility for for what's going on um, and I think you know as as humans we don't want to do that we are quick to just blame it on everything else rather than blaming well not necessarily blaming ourselves but realizing we've got a certain part to play um you know, everybody's effect, uh, actions affects people and situations. So we need to really make sure that we are um, keeping ourselves in check when we have these retrogrades and making sure that we aren't just completely blaming it on the planets and realising that, no, these this affects me, but I can still control it. I can still utilise it. Um. It's why I don't find retrograde scary anymore. 
I think I used to, like, hugely. And don't get me wrong, there is still a part of me that when Mercury retrograde does come around, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. But then I kind of do my research and I'm like, okay, how can, like, how can I have a relationship with it? How can I, you know, work with it? Because the planets are us and we are them, you know, we're not separate from it, spiritually anyway. Um, so yeah, it's, it's time, I think, that we start remembering that, that we're not removed. But yeah, I just feel like this time of year is so quick to um, slow people down, I think, as well. Um, Because Neptune, like, loves sleep, right? Neptune does his work when people are sleeping. Um, And, you know, it wants you to slow down and it wants you to sleep. um, And it wants you to rest. But it's... I, I feel like one detriment of Pisces season is that you do too much of it. I mean, I certainly have been feeling that and I'm a Pisces myself. Um, And whilst rest and relaxation is important, you need to keep your goals going. Um, You know, even if it's just working from bed or like, you know, working from home or whatever it is, like just remember that whilst you are resting right now and you are going through all this emotional confusion um you need to still um you know keep keep your goals in mind because airy season's coming and airy season is going to be um i think this year very sudden and very it'll be a very new fresh energy because we're in a new decade now i feel like um this kind of new aries energy is going to be very impactful it's going to feel very fresh, it's going to feel very new, um, I feel like lots of people are going to get so much energy and clarity, um, so you want to be ready for that, you know, that's how I feel, I, I want to be ready for that kind of burst of, you know, that ace of wands energy, just waking up like, oh my god, I feel so fucking ready for the day, like, <laughs> just waking up and just being like, yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to do today, you know, I've got you know, these goals in mind, I'm going to go out and I'm going to achieve, um, you know, and it's, yeah, we just need to prep ourselves for when that, when that happens, because it's going to be a beautiful time, and I'm really excited, (laughs) I love Aries energy so much, to be honest, it's such a, it's just, yeah, a breath of fresh air, it's it's all it is, you know, you, you've got someone with Aries in their chart, or you meet someone who's in Aries, and they're just, you know, just a breath of fresh air, and it's really nice, um, and, you know, I would say this because I have an Aries stellium, but <laughs> I just really enjoy the motivation that comes with Aries energy, I think it's great. So, you know, this, this Pisces season... Just remember that it's good to rest, but set your goals. Do that. Explore your dreams as well. People have been getting fucky dreams recently. I have as well. Um, Although that's not anything new. um, These ones have been particularly more kind of intense. Um, 
you know, if you've been getting like dreams you that you think are probably going to be prophetic, um, you know, just write them down. I mean, something that I'm guilty of is not keeping a dream journal when I really should. Um, so I'm going to start one of those and I would advise people kind of follow that same path really because dreams contain so many symbols and archetypes and, you know, they really are a door into what's in your mind, what's in your subconscious and it's important to pay attention to them. And I say this to people all the time, but like we spend you know, most of our, well, not most of our day, but we spend a significant part of our awake, alive being asleep. You know, we spend 12 hours awake and eight hours asleep. That's still quite a significant portion of your day. Like, don't take that for granted. Like, really pay attention to it because sleep is so important to your emotional health and physical health and I feel like when we hallucinate in our dream states your brain is really trying to sort through and process how to keep itself alive emotionally I feel but spiritually you know I believe that our spirit or our soul is you know going through different dimensions and traveling astrally um to give us this information um you know, it, yeah, like, you you know, people talk about, you know, how they've never astral traveled before, you do every time you sleep, and what your soul's doing up there is just trying to give you information for your day, the next day, um, and is really just trying to, like, sort out what it really wants you to address that next day, I feel, as well, um, but also what it wants you to know, and what it wants you, like, just advice, really, um, you know, and it's lovely that we do that, (laughs) I think it's really good, and then occasionally, you might meet guides or angels, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I've, I've had my fair share of meeting sort of astral beings, um, and they've always been beautiful and amazing to work with, um, you know, and if you find yourself coming across a so-called angel or a guide, you know, write that down the next day, because, you know, even animals people will dream of, or, you know, certain um, figures, you know, like tribesmen, or like whatever it is, like loads of people just dream of meeting these sort of astral entities, Um and I think they're, they're sort of, they, they act as angels and they are angels and they're here to tell you things. Um, so, you know, if you come across something like that in your dreams, write that down. I really believe that. I mean, even if it's just a manifestation of your subconscious taken form of an archetype, that's still fucking important. I mean, no matter how you look at these things, they are important. If you look at it from a psychological point of view, from a spiritual point of view, from a purely scientific point of view, whatever way you want to look at dream work, um, I feel like it's still important regardless. Um, And, you know, sort of the science around dreams needs to be explored more um, because they are an important part of our life. And I'm fascinated by them. Um, So yeah, Pisces season, you know, especially this Pisces retrograde, it's really like pay attention to what we're dreaming of. Um, Yeah, I mean, 
dreams in terms of, you know, what is your dream for your life, but also, like, what is your dreams when you're asleep? Um, I think that's very, very important. <sighs> yeah. I'm just really, you know, feeling this, the, the energies and really feeling um, the passion around at the moment in terms of how much energy there is around, like, feeling so passionate about it. Um, I think I'm mostly passionate about integrating myself further into it, like, so I can, I really am aware right now of, like, the the seasonal changes and the astrological seasonal changes that I see it everywhere, Um, and that could be, like, confirmation bias which I understand but I also feel like you know I'm I, I feel like I'm definitely becoming more of aware of what I see um and it's great because it's so useful <laughs> and uh, I'm just really excited for about where that's going to take me because last year was the first year that I properly sort of observed the the wheel of the year but also the astrological wheel and integrated them both um and it was so good for me to be able to navigate the like the rest of my year. Um, and I'm excited to do that again this year. Massively excited. Um, there's a lot to be said when you actually start working with the moon cycles and with the will. I will say that to any practicing pagan or witch. Um you know, and I'd say that to beginners, I think, as a first point of call, like, before you start doing magic, really start observing the changes of the wheel first, like, you need to really work with the wheel, um, and really need to work with the astrological wheel, and those kind of, um, structures that are in place, um, yes, they can be challenged, I agree, and I think some of it is quite outdated, but also, um they're there for a reason um and we have them there as a guideline that we need to really pay attention to um and I think once you do that you can really start making a good sort of structure for yourself in your life um and I would really really recommend that to sort of any any practicing pagan or witch like really do pay attention to the correspondences of the moon the the lunar cycle the correspondences of the seasons just really utilize them and really work with them um because no matter how you see it subconsciously it's doing something um you know whether or not you see it from a magical standpoint like I do or you see it from a scientific standpoint you know scientifically it, it is doing something to you um and you, you do need to pay attention to it, I feel. Because um, it can just help, again, for the witches and the pagans. It's, it's just good to help you in your life. Um, yeah, I think what I like most about this path is just how open and free it is in that way. Of like, you know, there are just so many layers that you can go to with these structures. And you can just form your own to help you with your own life. And... It's a beautiful thing, that kind of individuality, that kind of empowerment. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it all. <laughs>
I think the world is wonderful and beautiful. Um, and yes, it's fucking terrible too, but we live in an astounding place, in an astounding world, and it's time we start remembering that as humans. Remembering how lucky we are to even be alive and to witness all of this. It sounds like hippie talk, I know, but it's something that I feel very kind of... It's something that's very core to my being as a human. It's just remembering how lucky I am to witness the world. Um, I don't take any of this shit for granted. And I think when I do, that's when I slip off track. Like, to say that I actually... To say that I never take things for granted, I think is, you know, is not true. I think we all take things for granted in our lives. Um... But largely as a whole, I like to think of myself as a very grateful person. Um, I'm very, very happy with my life and where I've, you know, the, where I've been born, where I've been, you know, raised. I'm just, yeah, grateful for all that. And I've had a lot of lessons in my life, but ultimately it's, it's a blessing to be here. And I think Pisces season, that's a message of Pisces season as well. It's like, we're reaching the end of the year. Wow, what a fucking ride that was. Like, isn't this amazing? Like, you know, we reached we reach the end of the wheel and it's like, look at what you've learned. Look at all of this. Look how much you've grown as a person. Wow. Um, you know, and just remembering that and being blessed and feeling happy and content with it. Even if, you know, your life circumstances aren't great right now, take a moment to look at how far you've come. Um, and take a moment to see how you are slowly changing. You know, that never, ever changes how much you grow. Um, which is scary in some ways, but I think also pretty amazing. Um, I think it's something that we need to remember. We're constantly changing, constantly growing, and that's okay. It's okay to outgrow your skin. It's okay to shed. It's okay to change into a new person. Um, and remember that, you know, you're, you're not good or bad. You're both. Um, and you need to remember that if you are changing into someone new that you you know you potentially didn't know you had in you um that's okay and it's all a lesson and it's all exciting so i'm going to leave you all with that and thank you for listening